Hello, divorced dads. Hope you guys are all doing well through this crazy COVID-19. I haven't done a COVID-19 update in a while, but my quick update would be things are getting better. Keep your social distancing, but the trend is our friend. But with the COVID-19 and all the quarantining, I want to thank you, Divorced Dads, for sending me a bunch of great questions, a bunch of great messages. Three stood out. Three stood out that I wanted to address and talk about. So one really pings right off my last episode of, did I do the right thing? Did I do the right thing? And any listeners out there know that was my episode where I let my attorney go, my dud attorney go. So one of the interesting questions I got over the past few weeks was, why did you choose the lawyer you chose? Again, why did you choose the lawyer you chose? And for the divorced dads community out there, I'm certainly not proud of this decision, but I wanted to attack it in, in two different ways. I chose my dud lawyer because I was not prepared. So I think that's a good theme. I was not prepared. Did I know divorce was coming? Kind of. When it was filed and given to me, was I in shock? Yes, did not prepare myself. And then for those listeners that remember way back, I made a real bad mistake and I did something stupid. And because of that, um, her lawyer was able to file a junction against me. So that took, let's call that took my fear factor up a notch. And that made me jump to an attorney real quick. Not a lot of vetting. Not a lot of research. It was basically Google, who was pretty cheap in the area. So if I'm going to use my theme on, on why did you choose the lawyer you chose, I chose the lawyer I chose um, based out of fear and not being prepared. And I can tell you, based on my outcome, very bad decision. Um, the only advice I can give is... And it's been told very Monday morning quarterback to me. But if you smell, if you smell your wife wanting to be an ex-wife, if you smell her talking to ex-divorce uh, people, um, showing signs, my advice would be get an attorney, talk to somebody that's an attorney. Don't leave yourself open like I did because my move was probably the wrong move. We can learn from each other on this, on this podcast and in our community. The next question that popped up was interesting was, are your parents, their grandparents, meaning your children in the breakup, being affected? So again, are your parents or their, meaning the children's grandparents, being affected? I can tell you from my side, yes. And I think it's really because my ex-wife's hatred to me. So her way of getting at me 
is also going through them. But my my parents were very engaged grandparents. Both of my parents are retired, and they made it their mission to be at every event, to go to every game, to be very involved in their lives. I think my my parents always thought that. I think grandparents and their job was to be extremely involved. So much like you've seen with my hell, as much as my wife, ex-wife, I still get mixed up, folks, almost two years into this or a year and a half into this. Um, Not a year and a half. My God, we've been doing this for six months. Feels like a year and a half with the coronavirus. But my ex-wife... With her, with her hatred in, in separating and, and driving the kids away from me has made it twice as bad for my parents. So they don't see them at all. Um, they don't get invited to, to games. They don't know their, their uh, school schedules. And I think it makes it worse for a grandparent because... They're watching time, meaning I know my mother talks about it all the time that she only has a certain amount of time left with the kids, which absolutely breaks my heart. So I know that this uh, hurts them. I haven't found ways to bridge this because much like when I asked my wife, -wife, (laughs) ex-wife, my ex-wife to see my kids, Um, she ignores me just like she ignores the asks for my parents. So ideally I want to write that in my, my eventual, um, agreement, but right now, very frustrating. Um, my parents are being affected quite badly. Um, I have seen scenarios where not much though, um, where the ex-wife is very communicative and she does involve the, the, um, let's call them other grandparents, but not the case here. So I guess there is hope, not so with me, which makes my, uh, let's call it immediate anger even more so. And the last interesting question, very specific to the time we're in, um, how has your relationship changed since COVID started? So how has your relationship changed since COVID started. And I'm gonna I'm gonna take that as change with my kids and my ex-wife. So uh and I've addressed this in a couple COVID um specials, but I can tell you since it's been a while, for me it's been communication. So communication has gotten almost alarmingly um absent and that doesn't mean I don't text them daily. That doesn't mean I don't try to communicate and FaceTime them. But I can tell, along with one of the previous episodes on parental alienation, um, my relationship has gone to maybe a one-line text every other week. And again, for a father that's extremely engaged, this has been absolutely um, painful. But yeah, I mean, again, love to hear any feedback from the community over the past six weeks, 
to two months, how your relationships have changed. If you're in a state where I am, where it's once every two weeks, I get a one-liner uh, with no answers to text and FaceTimes. Um, or if any of you are in the same position I'm in, same, I was going to say shit box I'm in, love to hear how you're dealing with it. Um, okay, I've got myself in a routine, but I can definitely tell you I'm not dealing with it well, but the routine helps. But would love to hear your feedback. Got some great messages the past three, four weeks. Um, thanks for the great questions. Thanks for the empathetic uh, feelings. I appreciate it so much. And again, divorced dads, you're not alone out there.